Hi, it's Kathy here on my own because Dave is late from work, so we're going to meet at the cinema and don't have time to do this in advance. Um, so I feel a little bit strange walking down the street by myself, recording myself. But anyway, we are off to see Jackie, which I'm really excited to see. Dave doesn't really want to see, but it was the only one that had a good time for us. So I'm pleased that I won the cinema battle. Um, it's up for three Oscars, Best Actress for Natalie Portman, Best Score, I think, and Best Costumes. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to see her performance. It's got a lot of five-star reviews and everyone's raving about her and the score. Um, I'm excited to see the costumes and I'm interested, normally, you know, I'm not really into full-on biopics, but because this is just set a couple of days I think after his death it's kind of capturing a moment in time and she's not really a woman I know anything about other than iconic imagery of her in particular outfits um, so I'll be interested to see if they explore her in any depth and if it's all about her husband or if it's actually about her so anyway um, I can't really think of anything else to say bye grown accustomed to a great divide between what people believe and what I know to be real. And how would you like him remembered? There should be more horses, more soldiers. Why are you doing this, Mrs. Kennedy? There's more crying, more cameras. This is making us look like barbarians. What's wrong with you? You don't have to do this. I will march with Jack. Breathe, Alone, if necessary. I'm not the first lady anymore. Hello, it's Dave here. I'm back. Um, I'm finally now part of the podcast. Uh, and we're just out of Jackie. Hello. Why are you saying hello? I'm saying hello because we've just come back out of the movie. You've already said hello. <laughs> you don't say hello twice. Dave wanted me to meet him at this random corner of the street in the freezing cold and do the intro with him. It was not a random corner. It, it was, was just like it was like it's a so few cold. minutes back. It was actually snowing earlier. Uh, it was. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what did uh, what did you think of that? Did you do a sort of synopsis earlier? Uh, no, because I didn't quite know what it was about, but now I oh. know. So basically, it's kind of set in the week after John F. Kennedy's death, and it's um, a real interview that happened, a Time magazine interview, and that's kind of the framework for the movie. She's doing an interview with this guy, but she keeps saying, actually, you can't print that. She's got editorial control of the article. And then it's kind of flashing back to when he was shot, her life in the White House, um, and his funeral arrangements. So it's quite a self-contained story, albeit with, with flashbacks all kind of within the same week. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it, actually. Um, I'm glad it wasn't much longer than it was. Like an hour and a half about was enough, I think. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it because it's a time in history that I don't really know much about. I know people are obsessed with the Kennedys, but I've never been particularly interested. Um, and I don't know much about them. And I certainly knew nothing about her. And so... I enjoyed her from the historical sense. I enjoyed her performance, because she's amazing. Um, because I've never actually heard Jackie Kennedy speak, I would like to go and watch some clips of her now. I assume she's doing an impeccable job of it, but sometimes it kind of felt like she was doing an impersonation. <laughs> More than... Well, it's likely what she was doing. That's right? exactly... I'm sure Jackie F. Kennedy had a... Or 
Jackie Kennedy probably had a very affected way of speaking, which is what Natalie Portman was mimicking. It's sort of that very odd whis- whisper. It's a very sort of whispery and s- slow and deliberate. Yeah, it was almost a bit Marilyn Monroe, which is weird. Yes, it's probably of the time. And um, but I enjoyed it. Do you want to really give it a go? I re- no, I really like the the sit like the scenery and the costumes, um, and the score was cool. It was dramatic, um, and I just thought he was. The guy who played JFK, I don't know who he was. Um, well, he was essentially just... He was a lookalike. Yeah, really. he was a lookalike. Like, I doubt that guy is even an actor. I don't know who he is. I'll be honest. I'd um, say they just put a casting call out for jo- yeah, JFK lookalikes. JFK lookalikes. But he I really enjoyed the supporting the cast. So it was um, Greta Gerwig, who I really like. Richard E. Grant, who I don't think I've ever seen with an American accent before. He always has an English accent in everything. And um, Peter Sarsgaard was Peter Sarsgaard ex- excellent. Was brilliant he plays Bobby. Bobby. And then John Hurt, which must be his one of his la- or his last movie roles, and a really lovely performance from John yeah, Hurt. Yeah, he was really good. He plays a priest. So I think, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it again. Um, Same. I'm glad I saw it though. So yeah, what about you? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, Better than you expected. I mean, it was kind of what I expected. I, uh, I mean, you pr- did you say that I had no interest in seeing it? Yeah. Yeah, and I still, I mean, having having ju- having just seen it. Um, I still, yeah, I don't regret my decision. <laughs> like, just, nothing would have. I, I, I wouldn't watch it again either. It, it was, was very quite, well directed, though, wasn't it? Yeah, very, very beautiful. Yeah, very like well it was directed. a really well-made movie. There's a lot of the cinematography is quite gorgeous. There's a lot of I, I love symmetry. In yeah, there was a lot of symmetrical shots. A bit House of Cards, the way they kept framing her in the White House. I liked that though. Mm. Uh, her performance was like outstanding she yeah. really she's incredible inhabited that character and and uh, as you said i i didn't i did enjoy sort of getting under the skin of uh jackie kennedy because i'd also don't don't really know much about her as as a person i mean sadly and this is maybe a reflection on society and our values uh, the thing i know that she's famous for is her look and her fashion yeah, well, that is, I think, iconically, she wore a certain type of sunglasses, had a certain type of haircut, certain wardrobe. Um, but I um, never knew, for example, about her restoration of of bringing historical artifacts into the White House. That's really interesting. We should watch that that video they kept showing of, of when she did show a TV cameras around the White House. You can watch that on YouTube. So we yeah, that would it. be interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious um, to see now. I mean, I'm sure it's identical. I will say I, I I thought she was a very it's a very interesting portrayal of her as a person because she kind of comes across very surface level almost ditzy and Barbie like and as you said affected but then um, when you when you're in those moments with her post the the assassination uh, you really get a, a sense of her strength of character of her values what's important to her and I think the thing that came out most from the movie was uh, the idea of legacy yeah she was really and intent on legacy including her obsession with like Abraham Lincoln's wife and what happened to her after he died and preserving all these things and she you know was making comparisons to Camelot and royalty and exactly. I, I guess all that stuff at the funeral it obviously all happened the huge procession and I guess this movie. His funeral did happen. That. Yes. No, no, but I mean that yeah, they're, the, the, they're claiming the she large. drove it. The lavishness. Because I was wondering, like, it's a really interesting and terrible thing to think about. Like, if you're in the White House and your husband's shot, and you're the first lady, which, you know, essentially she had no power, um, and then he dies, and suddenly it's oh well, 
when does she leave and yeah. what, what do her kids do and she's no money and she's no house to go to that was very interesting interesting and then the next president's just you know he's straight happy there. to get the job he's sworn in straight away yeah. and it's like suddenly there's someone else in your house it was so interesting all that aspect of it and she's packing up her stuff and I guess all the stuff I never thought about so I really enjoyed it and I think yeah she did play an interesting character because she was very surface level and composed and then she would break down and it's so sad when she said like she buried two of her children and her husband that's really sad the movie's really about uh, well it's about grief and it's about mortality and and, and, and I legacy guess, um, as I did said. you know because I mean I, I have to say I know really nothing about um, American presidential history I didn't know that he wasn't even president for three years because uh, yeah. made such a lasting impression on like popular culture I knew that which I guess is in part because of his assassination but well I guess it's interesting because wow. that was um, you know without you can't really spoil this movie there's no a, there's, I think because no spoiling <laughs> there's a moment, he gets shot and dies there's quite a good moment with um, Peter Sarsgaard as Bobby Kennedy so he when, was the chief of staff was he Bobby I never knew that I think so yeah um, there's quite a there's quite a powerful moment with with him uh, and and Jackie where he sort of anxiously asks and wonders you know what will we be remembered for we didn't get enough time to achieve anything you know will are we going to be remembered for the Cuban Missile Crisis or for starting that old crisis yeah and he's and comparing them to Abraham Lincoln he said well he abolished slavery what did we do nothing we were just beautiful people exactly a very interesting language and uh, it's interesting because it was tr- I was thinking during that because I had a lot of time to think during this movie because it's, it's, it's generally slow. Slow, yeah, it was slow and there are like it's not it's not it's it's not like fast paced. There's uh, no plot to grasp. There's no plot really. <laughs> yeah. It's just a series of small, quiet moments which are quite beautiful and particularly that one that you said with packing the boxes. They're things that you just don't see portrayed in a movie, but it's this sort of minute uh of of a post traumatic event that people experience just staring in a mirror. And when she in gets like kinda drunk and tries on all of her own famous costumes. I thought that was really oh, interesting. Very sad. But um anyway, so so I was thinking in that moment, why why are the Kennedys so famous? Why is JFK so famous? And the answer is pretty much that procession and that funeral, I guess. But I think it was also was his involvement with celebrity, which they did talk about in the arts and like yeah, Marilyn Monroe and Frank Sinatra and I mean at surface level stuff that I know about him. But I, all, they're all the things I know about him: the pop culture stuff and the assassination. Yeah, he was quite enigmatic. But I mean, what besides the Cuban Missile Crisis, I guess, I guess I personally couldn't think of any other. And I guess he was involved heavily in the civil rights movement. Yeah, well, but he didn't. What, what did he actually about him achieve? Is civil rights movement, and also that he did some famous speech about space travel, which you hear a lot, kind of intoned <laughs> yeah. over movies and yeah. stuff. It's funny because we watched two things kind billion. of um, recently about JFK, which were. We watched 11 63 Yeah, the James Franco time James travel Franco story, show, which we stopped which watching. We didn't finish, we so but I was enjoying it. And then we watched that really good. What was the Clint Eastwood movie we watched? Oh, in the line of fire! I was yeah. thinking about that during this movie yeah. when when she she has a moment with one of the secret service, the secret service guys. Like, it was Clint Eastwood. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. him. But anyway, we're Clint digressing. So, yeah, him. It's a good movie. You know, it was. I, I'd recommend it. It was really well directed. You know, her performance is worth watching. But I guess. Yeah, that's it. Like, I don't... I feel like it was all very surface level at the end of the day. I don't think... Like, I wonder what was the point of it other than bait for Natalie Portman to get an Oscar. <laughs> well, it's all very, uh, you know, it's all very arty and 
just slight, a show reel slightly for her. pretentious. Um, it's just like, look how beautiful Natalie Portman is. Look how fabulous she is. Look how much she can wear these fabulous outfits. Oh, come on, that's not that's no. Well, I'm not being critical the, because the movie it's has, true. Yeah, but the movie has substance. I think it, it had something to say. Well, I, I don't know if it had anything to say. I don't know if I'll remember it in a week's time. No, but there was enough. What it had to say wasn't just like it didn't wear it on its sleeve. I think there's enough to un- unravel in there, and it, that's kind of the downside of our podcast is that often with movies like that, you don't you don't really grasp them until days afterwards, if it, or they kind of sink in a bit. Um, but I felt like there was. I mean, I cried. Was I was quite well moved written. by it. I d- see. I didn't cry. I did. I felt very little emotion. I thought it was a bit more <sighs> cerebral almost. I was moved when she was talking about her children. Um, yeah, and there when was, she was on the beach with them and with the priest. God, the scene oh, that's, with ja- that's true. The oh, it's scene, snowing. Oh, the scene with where they showed him his brains being blown out was really graphic. Yeah, very gory. I couldn't look at the screen actually. Um, I was surprised by that. But anyway, look, let's wrap it up. Um, so yeah, we both liked it. You glad we went now? No, it's like I, yeah, it was it was a good it was a good movie. It's good to uh, see it, like say, a, you know a big Oscar nomination like that. But it's well. interesting with movies like that. It's not like do you 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 don't come out of that and say, oh, that was such a good time. Like I don't think I had a good time. At yeah, the you don't always have a good time at a movie. Yeah, but you, you know can what? Enjoy it. Like it's not a comedy. I guess I enjoy. I enjoyed it. Like I admire. I admired it, but I didn't. Yeah, I never felt swept up in. Yeah, the you plot. did. Did you enjoy it? Like, no, because I was thinking very technically. Like, oh, that's a nice shot. Oh, that's a nice outfit. Oh, the score is interesting here. The score was very good. So I was always thinking academically watching it. It was never like in my heart the way Lion was when I watched that. But exactly, that's what I mean. It wasn't a really powerful emotive story and I think I think personally for me I think that's when cinema's at its best when I get completely wrapped up in a story you, you're emotionally involved and when you forget you're at the cinema like I found during Jackie I was I was often looking at other people in the cinema because they <laughs> yeah, were we more were interesting gross. to me than what was happening but then do you think there can be a deeper reading to that in that the, one of the criticisms levied at them during the movie and during their lives is that there was a superficial level <laughs> to them and the movie you never really got under their skin either like JFK was just nothing in that movie and he wasn't supposed to be because it was her story but but you don't really feel like you ever learned anything about her either probably her best moment was when she was with her friend played by Greta Gerwig and she she had kind of an honest moment with her but the rest of it was all her her acting Jackie acting, not Natalie Portman acting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we better get off because it's freezing and it's snowing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we need to, we're doing a really special, fun podcast tomorrow. Yeah, Valentine's special tomorrow. We're going to Fifty Shades Darker with, uh, how many, this is the most guests we've ever (laughs) had. We've got Technically going to be a nightmare. Seven guests? Six or seven, I think. Six. So we've got six, uh guests coming on so the eight of us going to the cinema uh, all ladies and Dave uh, <laughs> yes and um, I've never seen Dave's 50, never seen Fifty Shades, 50 Shades of Grey or read the book you I've have. seen the first one and read the first book and then with my friends coming there's kind of varying degrees of people have read all the books none of them um, some of them I went to see the first one with so it's quite fun we're going again but we're not going to walk and do the cinema that way because there's too many people <laughs> we're just all going to go to our house have some drinks and then go so it should be fun and they're all listeners or else they all came to be listeners of the podcast well this is the real test <laughs> if yeah. they're listening to this now well, maybe we should put like a little code 
word into this. So it's a Friday night. You expect them to have listened to our podcast. Okay, girls, if you're listening to this, wait, you just said girls. Oh, ladies, women, females. (laughs) Okay, females. You're not supposed to say girls for women. Anyone over the age of. 18. Oh, we've had this. Let's not bring this debate <laughs> up again. I think you can say girls if so to a group the, of the women. Guest range is that the guest age range tomorrow is thirty to sixty. But like, I'd say I'm going out with the boys. You, I have never heard you say you're going out with the boys <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, yeah, ever. Yeah, I could ever. say it. You have never said I that. I could say it. People say that. You would say I'm going out with the lads, maybe. Yeah, the lads, lads. Uh, if you look <laughs> up the de- definition of lad, it probably implies young rapscallion uh, boy under the age of twelve. Hmm, anyway. Um, I don't think I'm being sexist. That's not fair. No, I don't think you are. I think you've just picked up a word that you shouldn't be using. Okay. Um, so you're okay. So I'm not supposed to say girls. No. What about that TV show, Girls? So that's about women in their twenties. Well, that's their own business because a woman wrote the show and called it Girls. Oh, so a woman is allowed to do it, but I'm not. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, exciting tomorrow. There'll I be disagree. lots of prosecco. And sex on the podcast. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you didn't run this by we're me. We're going to Fifty Shades <laughs> Sex on the podcast. That's all, that, that's all that movie is. Did you not know? <laughs> uh, okay, also, it's, it's going to be re- really bad. It's not really how you describe it. It's going to be a really tonight. bad movie. I warn you now. Oh, I, I, I'm pretty sure. Um, all right, let's wrap it up then. We'll okay, see bye. see you all tomorrow. Bye. Each evening from December to December before you drift to sleep upon your cot think back on all the tales that you remember of Camelot ask every person if he's heard the story and tell it strong and clear if he has not Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.